Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. What's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast, presented by the Believe Podcast Network. Today, uh, I'm joined by John Weblegazel, and we have a special guest on the show. <laughs> Who, who's Just, the special guest? Dang, you got What? <laughs> who's, who's that? Whoa. Who was that? <laughs> long time, guys. Long time. Long time. It's been a long time, and we're glad to, to welcome back Joseph Constantino. Yeah, I've been MIA for a little bit since last year, I think. I haven't had any, I haven't been part of any podcast this year. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. Um, you know, we're glad to, to, to finally have you back. But yeah. um, the agenda, you ready? Let's do it. Since the Suns and the Bucks are playing, we're going to talk about them a little bit. Uh, ask you guys who you guys are going to root for or who you are rooting for. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Kyle Kuzma as well. Um, some comments he made about uh, his aspirations to be all, an all-star. Um, talk about his role, our expectations for him, um, whether he's not, whether he's going to be a Laker next year. All that jazz. And then um, lastly, we're going to talk about Andre Drummond. He, he said some stuff uh, this week, uh, backtracked uh, on it today. Uh, so we'll talk about that, uh, but let's go ahead and start off with, uh, Bucks and, and Suns. Um, who are you guys rooting for this year? I am going with the Suns this year. Uh, part of it is, uh, wanting some sort of closure, maybe even, uh, justification, some type of, uh, I don't know, like a vindication or a defense or an excuse, right? Uh, for why the Lakers had such an early exit, uh, but the bigger part of it for me is CP3. Uh, it yeah. feels like and vibes like when uh, Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Kidd knocked out our back-to-back 2011 Lakers with Kobe and Powell. That group with uh, Sean Marion, uh, Jason Terry, who else? Uh, Karan Butler, uh, JJ Barea, um, Peja, Peja Stojakovic, yep. um, was inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they beat that newly formed Miami Heat team led by LeBron and uh, D. Wade. It's the same feels I got for Jay Kidd finally getting to that spot um, and ultimately winning his championship. You know, but CP3 has been playing out of his mind. And I just I just want to see the same the same for him. Uh, I, I agree. I think this season it's turned a lot of... Uh... I mean, if you weren't already a CP3 fan, you better be now. Um, and plus, 
I, I've been seeing a lot of uh, of memes talking about how the Suns are coming from like, first off, you know, they did really, really well in the bubble. Mm-hmm. They were like the only undefeated team there. Yep. But before that, they were like the the worst record in the NBA. Poverty. Right? Poverty. Yeah. They're 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 they were way low. So just seeing uh the Cinderella story just progress is amazing to me. So I think I, I don't I don't see them as an underdog really. I don't see either one of these teams as an underdog. I think for them this is just both something to really it's been a while since they've both been there. The last time I really saw the Suns in this shape or form was was Stuttermeyer and, and and Nash, right? Yeah. Um, way back in the day. So I, I love seeing it. I love seeing the progress. And, I, and I'm, a, I'm a big Booker fan. I know Yoa hates the comparison to Kobe. Hate no it. one's going to be like any other Kobe. <laughs> but I, I, I love the fire that I see from this kid, man. It's it's amazing the the the, the track that he's on and the, the progress he's been making. Yeah, I do too. I, I do like Booker. I just don't like the comparison to Kobe. Just probably it's probably the same thing with Bulls fans when when we bring up Kobe or 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 LeBron or when people bring up LeBron. So but, offended. Yeah. So offended. <laughs> so offended. But um unlike you guys, I um I I'm rooting for the Bucks, but I don't think they're gonna win. <laughs> what? <How's... laughs> just because just because um um you're right, Joseph. I think that the Suns. I don't think they're the underdog, in, in this. I think it's the Bucks. Um, I feel like the the Bucks in Game One. Uh, I know Game Two is happening right now. The Bucks exhausted a lot of their adjustment or, or, or their their counters. Um, they they were like in Plan B or C already, and and the the Suns remained in Plan A, and they you know and and they won the game very very handedly um but like like <laughs> to to go with what i was saying like i i'm rooting for the bucks but i do know uh, even though i i i know the suns are probably gonna win um i i say that because also um why i'm rooting for the buck is be, bucks be, is because i went to law school in milwaukee and so i spent three years there got to know the people went to a few bucks games uh even met um even met their president there the the bucks president at one point um so i i it was it was a time also where when jabari parker was there and um and and Giannis was still up and coming he was still trying to establish himself as an nba player um and yeah jabari parker was the big deal and um i used to uh see him around at church actually he used to go to my church <laughs> uh to my congregation our ward right if, if you're lds and uh we i used to see him in the off season play wednesday nights uh at, play basketball um so i mean i, I have some ties to, to Milwaukee yeah. more so than I do it, uh, over there in Phoenix. So that's why I'm rooting for them. Um, uh, and, uh, but I, I, the Suns are going to win. <laughs> Here, here's what's going to happen just because you said that and knock on wood, this doesn't happen. Um, injuries are going to play a role. Yoa, watch, something's going to happen to CP3 or Booker. And honestly, Don't that's say probably that. the only way the Bucks are going to pull probably. something out, right? If probably. there's some sort of injury that kicks in. Some it's catastrophe. Gonna, yeah, there's been a bug going around. So I, I'm just glad Giannis did get to play game one. To your point, though, 
he dropped 20, Middleton almost dropped 30, like some of them had big games. Lopez almost had 20. That that game one was a pretty good game for them. Um, and Suns still kind of carried over, right? right. Still took, in, took home the W. Yep, yeah. exactly. There, there's one thing, though, yo, that, that I disagree with with what you said, and that's the, the adjustment aspect of it. I don't think they're out of adjustments. No, they're not. They're not. They, they've they yeah. just exhausted more. Okay, okay. Yeah, they they pulled out more out of the bag, but I don't think they're out of adjustments. I think this is one of those series that are going to be back and forth um, because they are really good coaches. Right. Um, and they have a lot in the bag. That That's true. That You can't count the bucks out. You're right. You're right. But I, I do see... Um, this I do see this going to seven games, but the Suns winning it. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, I don't enough disagree. talk. I don't disagree. <laughs> I I I um. Anyway, let's let's go ahead and and talk about Lakers basketball. Let's go do a, a quick hard pivot. And every time I say pivot, I always think about the uh, Ross and friends pivot. <laughs> but. But uh, let's talk about Kyle Kuzma because he told Bleacher Report that he believes he's capable of averaging 25 points per game and reaching all-star status. He says, quote, I definitely can. I definitely believe that, too. Um, I don't care what nobody thinks or says. I know myself and I know my ability. It's hard to be consistent in an inconsistent role. So I think that was like the big Quote, right? It's hard to be incons- to be consistent in an inconsistent role. He also said this, um, that the biggest thing is just I want to play with within a consistent role. If I have that ability, I'll be able to showcase what I can really do. There were parts of this year and anywhere else in my career where I'm in a consistent space. I'm out there handling the ball, making teammates better, scoring, shooting, defending, rebounding. I think if I'm in that space, I'll be good. So, with that said, guys, let's let's talk about Kuzma. What uh, you think about his comments? What you see his role today? Um, and uh, what you know whether or not we need to adjust our expectations to him. Whether you see him being a Laker next year, also. So, I mean, that's a lot we can talk about. But let's go ahead and and, and talk about that. So. I'll I'll start with the last point you made. If he's gonna be a Laker next year, in my mind, I don't I don't think so. Um, my my confidence in him has has kind of diminished as the seasons have been going, and and, and especially this season, I I I feel like um, I mean, he he has potential. That's I feel like that's the always the word that's attached to him. There's so much potential there. <laughs> And yeah. it's 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 sad to see it not happen. And look, I, I I love the talk. I love the confidence in in his language. And yeah, we've we've seen him shoot. We've seen him defend. We've seen him make those things happen. Um, but I I think bottom line is that it's just some. It doesn't translate, right? When we're seeing this season, he averaged thirteen points a game. Um, and he's saying he feels like he can average twenty five points a game. I, I, I gotta I gotta see the progress. If if you're telling me this season you've had one of your worst season compared to your rookie season or your early seasons, I'm gonna have a hard time accepting that. Um, like I said, there's potential. 
yes, you can, you've dropped 25 in the game before multiple times, right? You, you've, you've dropped 20 plus that's happened. Um, I just, there, there's the potential word that's always attached to Kuzma and there's always the inconsistency. I actually really appreciate what he said with, you know, he, he has had an inconsistent role. I, I see that. Um, it, maybe it takes for him to be a consistent starter to, to feel more confident and to be more consistent with, with scoring. Mainly it's a scoring that I really have a problem with a little bit on the, on the defensive end, but it, it's really just converting um, that, that I have the biggest problem with, with him. So yeah, that, those are kind of my thoughts. So to kind of summarize that, I think he's out of the Lakers. He's, he's most likely going to be traded. I, I just don't believe in, in what he's saying. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I agree with Kuz. Um, I agree with Kuz here. Um, I don't see anything in what he said that's that's false. Actually, this is something we've talked about on the show. His his role that he was given is not to be a superstar uh, on this Lakers team. He's not billeted for that here, and it's not like they're calling up plays for him or offensively even scheming to get him to average twenty five points. Right, those shots come from elsewhere and are designated elsewhere. And I think he's absolutely right, and I've talked about it here before, that, that coaches on the Lakers have talked about it before. And, uh, you know, Joseph, you, you even said it, right? Uh, Kuz has had a very fluid role since AD got to L.A. Um, and that's by design by the coaching staff. Um, yeah, he's asked to do different things day in and day out. And I honestly believe he would be averaging 20-plus points on our team and other teams if his star wasn't eclipsed by our two superstars. Um, If the coaches let Kuz cook or offensively scheme for him or set aside plays for him, he's going to score 20 points. Um, if, if they design those five outs that we, we love to run or those uh, early posts that we love, love to run and design it for Kuz on the block or design it for Kuz coming off of a screen, slashing, he's going to score 20-plus points a game. But that's not the role he's given. That's not the scheme we run for him. Yeah, I kind of agree with both of you, actually. I agree that... Uh... Um, and I agree with Kuz. He's he's in this uh, um, inconsistent role, like you said, John. But he's in this fluid role. Um, but I think with his aspirations of being an All Star uh, and averaging twenty five points per game, or his, you know, I I think that I don't think he can do it here with the Lakers. No, yeah, you're right. He's not going to be able to do that yep. here. Right, right. And for that reason, I agree with Joseph that I think that he's going to get packaged up uh, and, and sent um, to somewhere, right? And we'll trade him for maybe someone like DeMar DeRozan or something in a sign-and-trade sign deal or, or Kyle Lowry. More to Lowry. come. Right, more to come. But, like, I, I, um, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with Kuz. Uh, I'm actually... Um, you know, sort of proud of what what he's sort of accomplished, right? He's a champion, and he played within a winning uh, uh, mentality. Uh, all thanks to Jared Dudley, right? It helping him shape 
shape, shaping him with that sort of mentality to to step back a little bit and not be that star and 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 play a lesser role with the Lakers squad. But you know, I do think he is going to be moving forward. Um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see, right? And, and and honestly, I look forward to him dropping 25 in the season. I look forward to seeing that because when I I have a hard time not comparing him to people like Lonzo or Tatum, right? Um, or anybody that's kind of around the same age or uh, that's yeah, that's I think for me, I, I definitely can see it in a in a in a different team. Yeah, that's that's the hard part is that like I wish we could see it in the Lakers. It's just right, uh, but but it's just the the role is just such. I don't know. I think probably the fluid is probably the best word to describe it, um, and I, I wish he could be a little bit more consistent um, in a fluid role. But that's a lot to ask, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, guys, let's go ahead and take our first break here. I know we 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 talked a lot then, um, but let's go ahead and take that break. On the on the when we come back, we'll talk about uh, Andre Drummond and his comments. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Joseph Constantino and my brother John Webb. Uh, so uh, if you didn't know, Andre Drummond appeared to take a shot at Coach Frank Vogel. Uh, and then he later hopped on, to, on Twitter and dubbed himself Kareem Abdul Drummond. Um, <laughs> and uh, right after that... Um, uh, O'Shea Jack, uh, um, what's his name, man? Um, oh, O'Shea Jack. Um, uh, he quote quote retweets. Sorry, that uh, you better do it then. Flip the narrative. Lakers fans not playing around, dog. Um, and then Drummond re- quote retweets that and responds to that and says, "I got you, bro." you know, um, praying emoji laughing. Right. So, um, later today, actually, he, he said that now he's just playing around. He he was talking to, uh, Rachel Nichols, who I I don't want to get into all that, that happened to her this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, that he was just playing around 
and he was just trying to get everyone's attention to promote his new F NFT, which I think just launched just uh, just a minute ago. But uh, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't know what you guys think about that. Um, but I, I think the discussion about him, his role, his effectiveness at, at in the paint, um, right? Um, uh, make for a good uh, discussion. Um, because, uh, you know, what, what, what did you guys think, uh, honestly, about, about his, his comments the other day, um, about criticizing Vogel? I don't, I don't know if you guys agree with him. Does he have a point? Um, I guess I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, say it right. He, there's a, a fan who criticized him. I, he said, I wish you could only dominate the paint like yeah. hashtag Lopez, Brooke Lopez, and hashtag DeAndre Ayton, right? And Drummond responds, tell your coach, play me more, and I could. So anyway, what, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I love drama, by the way. I love like this whole basketball tweet, retweet, Instagram, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I, I love it Got when the they drama. start sparking things up like this. <laughs> I honestly don't mind the shot at Vogel. I think one of the biggest criticism that most people probably can agree with me is that his rotations are, um, it needs some improvement as far as for our lineup, right? Especially if we're going to dra draft someone like Drummond. Um, but at the same time, when you have Drummond with Davis and then you got LeBron, you got some big bodies clogging up the lane there. And so I I'm not going to jump into too much of that right now, but as far as for, uh the, the the call out i think it's acceptable um and then uh, as far as for him promoting his nft i don't know how i feel about that if that's really the case then what the what, yeah what, what the heck is going on is that a cap <laughs> like yeah that's to say that's cap does he really want the coach <laughs> to play him more um if that's the case i mean during the playoffs he played 20 plus minutes most games right um, had some good games, has some bad games. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I think honestly, there's, there, I'm not going to be too critical of Drummond just because he came in mid season and had, he also had to adjust quite a bit. Um, I don't know how much his role really had to change. Maybe just, uh, I mean, offensively, maybe it changed a little bit, but defensively, I think we need, I, I at least expected a bit more out of him defensively. Um, and so yeah, th those are really my initial thoughts, John Webb and and, and Yoa. This like I I love the drama, but I'm not really sure what's going on. <laughs> yeah, here's what I don't understand. Um, he says he's playing around, but we honestly just said like pretty much like collectively, right? Like Lakers fans are not playing around. And uh, I kind of I I kind of saw this at the end of it, right? All I saw was the um, I got you, bro, Kareem Abdul Drummond part and i didn't see the the criticizing part first and I, the my first thought process right was i hope what he's saying is he's working out with kareem much like bynum did uh you know 2009 2010 our championship years or maybe he's going for that you know lou alcindor alcindor to you know the bucks to kareem metamorphosis that happened there <laughs> yeah yeah um Man, there's there's a lot to pick here, but I hope he's not saying right that he's at the same level as Kareem because I put Kareem in the top three conversation. Right, like yeah, he's up there, right? Yeah, he's, he's one of the greatest there. of all time. 
from the moment Lou Alcindor, you know, then Kareem, right, stepped into the court, he's been a problem. Uh, high school with three straight championship, 71-game winning streak, only lost twice. Um, he pretty much did the same thing at UCLA with three straight championship. They outlawed dunking because of him. Uh, don't forget about Kareem when we talk about GOATs. Pretty much the same thing when he went to the NBA, right? Six-time uh, NBA MVP, six-time champion, rookie of the year, like accolades upon accolades. He's not, I hope he's not comparing himself to that. Um, but there's a lot of truth to what Dre Drum is saying um, with playing time, uh, with playing him more. But I think it wouldn't have really mattered in the grand scheme of things with the season the Lakers had. Um, I've said it before, Andre Drummond would fit well almost seamlessly with LeBron and AD given one thing, um, and that's collective time on the court. Uh, it's something we've talked about all season. The injuries have affected that uh, because it doesn't allow the players to learn each other's habits, especially for the po postseason when overall the game slows down but the individual actions are faster, more instinctive, more visceral even. Uh, it's that familiarity often smokescreen into that overall term of like chemistry. Uh, but it's it's what Andre, AD, and LeBron needed, that time on the court. Yeah, I mean, I, could, I can agree with that. And I can agree with, um, uh, to an extent, his, his, uh, his call out to to uh coach frank vogel um i can understand his from his perspective because in the biggest game right in, our, in the sun series down two three against the sun the suns uh vogel benched him and started gasol instead um so you know i get it you want those minutes right um and and who knows maybe it, it uh it probably wouldn't have made a difference at all, honestly, because the Suns were just rolling. AD was limping, right? He wasn't really out there, <laughs> and LeBron was eighty percent. He's not. He's not feeling himself uh, at all. But uh, who knows? But let me let me ask you guys this, this though. Um, he wants big money. Um, he doesn't want to just take the vet minimum. We don't have a lot of money to go around. Do you guys think he's going to be a Laker next season? Stop asking these hard questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he takes the vet minimum because then I agree with John Webb here because it's really just time that we had on court that really bit us in the butt here um, with Drummond because if we keep him during the offseason, start the season with him and have these AD, Drummond, and, and LeBron starting, I feel like a lot of our issues, they'll figure out how to not clog up the lane, give some penetration in there a little bit, mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit of triangle offense in there. And, and, and I think that that can help out just figure out the timings, figuring out the, the lineup. I think that the time and it's the, the gameplay is really what's going to help here. If, if he sticks around, I would love that. But I don't think he's going to stick around just because it, it, he's not going to accept the vet minimum. My, my thing here is that I, I was going to bring this up earlier. I was hesitant to bring this up. He, he's also getting old, right? Father time sometimes gets the best of everyone. So for us, we'd be taking a risk there. Um, so I, I hope he sticks around. I don't think he will. Man. Uh, yeah, if he's, he's 
if he's wanting a lot of money, we're not going to be able to retain him. But, you know, Joseph said that he'd love having Drummond here. I would love having Drummond here. The fans would actually love having Drummond here. But even more so, Drummond would love to be here. Um, and that's because when things get rolling and these guys are actually playing together on the court, he's going to get a lot of open looks. He's going to get a lot of those lobs that we've been we've been wanting. Um, and you guys forget, but he started his first game. He got injured. Right? Yeah, and that fail. Was, it was a fail of a, that was it. Of a debut. That was that was it the rest <laughs> of the season. And, uh, you know, it's it's something that really did us in last last year. Well, really this year. Yep. Right. The, the injuries mm -hmm. and the inconsistency. Um, which really threw the lineups and the rotations into chaos. Um, I would love to have Drummond return and get that consistent time on the court together. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll we'll have to see because there's a lot of pieces moving around, right? And that's um, we have uh, uh, some. One of the problems that we had was we had very ver versatile centers, um, right? We had. Uh, Gasol, who can space the four, pick and pop kind of action on the offensive end, but he couldn't. He couldn't. He was too slow <laughs> on the defensive end. He could. He could be a big body against big guys, but once they switched on him with a guard, it was just toast. He was toast. And um, and then we had Harrell, right? Trez, uh, very provided that energy, that strength, um, but too small for the big guys. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, and then Drummond, who who's just inconsistent because of his time, uh, because of how he was brought in. Right. And it was just too fast and, and not enough practices, not enough reps like Joseph and you got in John Webb, you were you were saying. So I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see uh, because there's Gasol is going to be back. He has one more year with us. Harrell. I don't know. There's, you know, he, he made some comments um, and and kind of looked like he, he took a jab at the Lakers um, when he, he made an Instagram post recently. I don't know if he's going to be back. Uh, and I don't know. the when, when, I, when I think about the success the Lakers had when we won the championship, right, we had centers who could, who were lob threats. Who are rim protectors? Um, I don't see Drummond as a lob threat anymore. Um, you you see him play. He he doesn't. Uh, he can't go get above the rim as easily. Um, that comes with age. That comes also because of his injury. From uh, so I I don't know. Uh, there we might be able to if he wants. If he demands more money. We could get someone at a vet minimum uh, with a similar similar build, right? He won't be Andre Drummond, the rebounding machine, but he could be someone who would be a rim protector, someone who could be a lob threat, um, someone that would uh, check all the boxes. You know who comes to mind, Yoa? Who? Damon Jones? McGee. Give me back McGee. Dude, I want McGee back too, honestly. <laughs> he was so fun to have. 
Yeah, energy, and you're talking about the defensive end and the off offensive end versatility. He, he was definitely still a lob threat, I think, when he was uh, with us, and we saw a lot of that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I, I think to kind of couple that, maybe it is father time catching up to Drummond, right? It, it's a lot of speculation, at least on my end, because um, I, I just did not see him play enough. Um, and then minutes were right. low at the same time. And so, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a, a mixed bag for me because I, I, I honestly love the way Harrell played, but I did not like how our lineup, or really on the offensive end, I did not like how it looked like when Gasol was on. Um, I think when we have too many passers, I guess, um, when we have, like, even if LeBron's on the floor with him, um, there's not enough threat down low, even just somebody to post up, maybe a little bit of ISO down there. It's it's not enough when Gasol is on there as our center. Um, but if it's Harrell or Drummond, I, I can trust that. Even though Harrell might not be as tall as the other centers or big, I feel like he can still be a pretty big bully down in the, in the five or four position. Yeah, if you're trying to replicate what Drummond is right now with, in terms of like, you know, high energy, uh, rebounding, blocking, it's going to be hard to find. But if he's asking for, you know, 15, 16 million, you know, why not just go out and get um, Jared Allen instead? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get the, get the number one big out there for that, for that mad money. But if you're trying to replicate that you know some names that that come to mind you know uh, Ken Birch from uh, Toronto uh, Nerlens Noel from uh, the Knicks you know Robin Lo Lopez even um, you know there's there's a lot of uh, centers maybe top four sort of centers that that come into mind but if you're trying to to do something like we had last year which is a bunch of different types you know Frank Kaminsky Alex Len um, Hernan Gomez, uh, Demarcus Cousins is going to be a free agent. Just, just all those. Even, even uh, you know, man, San Antonio Spurs, uh, Dieng, you know, floor spacing big men that could, you know, that could bring a different dimension to us. But uh, if we're gonna keep, you know, if we're gonna have LeBron and AD, if we're gonna keep that core, why, why, um, you know, go away? from what worked with Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. They're both free agents <laughs> again. So right. we'll see. We'll see. Bring them back. Bring them back. Yeah, Willie no. Cauley-Stein. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of name. Maybe even Hassan Whiteside, who's who's been the name that's been associated with the Lakers. Heck, we can even draft someone who might be, who might be good enough. <laughs> uh, but obviously, you know, that, that'll take some, it'll be a project. Okay, I think that does it for today, guys. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews that'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you next time games in the admiral refrigerator the doors closed the lights out butter's getting hard the eggs are cooling and the jello is jiggling
Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.